Are you on the same page with your spouse when it comes to the issues that matter most in your marriage? Uh, Finances, kids, faith, relationships. If you're not, you know the pain that can bring and also the confusion, hurt, disappointment in a relationship. How do we get on the same page? We're going to talk about that today. I'm Dr. Randy from Intentional Living, along with Stephen, Jennifer, Gino, the rest of the team. And uh, we welcome you to the show today. If you have a comment on this, maybe you've learned how to get on the same page. Uh, We'd love to hear it, or maybe you have a question. Your questions are just very valuable because we get a chance to try to reflect on your questions and answer them on upcoming shows. So feel free to leave your questions uh, when you call 888-888-1717. That's uh, 888-888-1717. Comes right here into our Intentional Living Center as we get a chance to put our podcast and radio show together every day. All right, let's get started on this topic uh, with Amanda, who left this comment on our comment line. I just want to know what to do, I guess, about the situation with me and my husband. He has been born again for eight years, and I received salvation two years ago. And every time we talk about our Lord and King, he tells me to be quiet. He's been doing this new AG thing where he's actually taking the credit for the things that I know that God is doing in our lives. And I don't know how to respond. And I'm a Christian through and through. It's what I do. It's who I am. That's how I live. And I get so excited about the new things that I'm learning, and I want to share them with him. But, you know, he doesn't want to talk about it with Mm -hmm. me. I imagine. Amanda, listen, thank you for calling and sharing that, leaving that with us. And um, I can only imagine the pain you must feel. There's something about marriage. God intended for marriage to be a place that is safe intimate, secure, we can talk about anything. When we disagree, we can do it respectfully. Ultimately, as believers, that we can be on the same page and walking in the same direction because it really gets back to this whole thing of not being equally yoked together. And, of course, that picture of these two oxen with you know, being, being in a yoke and when they're not pulling in the same direction, that's got to be exhausting and painful. And so when we get on the same page, going in the same direction. Now, that's why we give the warning. If you're, if you're not married and you're dating and thinking about getting married, don't discredit this stuff. I have a whole list of 10 things on our, on our website that say, here's 10 reasons not to get married. Okay? And one of them is this issue of we're not on the same page about our values and beliefs and things about money and family and so on. Because because when we're not on the same page and we do get married, it creates a tension that we have to live with. Now, for those who are married, if that's like Amanda, and you're saying, hey, you know, we're not on the same page spiritually, how, how, how do I deal with this? I want to share what, what I'm experiencing. God is doing amazing things in my life. Here's what we have to do. We have to be realistic with our expectations. Because the the thing that gets us into huge trouble in our relationships and in our marriage is when an expectation is not met with reality. You can't change your spouse, Amanda. You can't change him. You can pray for him. You need to do that. And you need to focus on the areas where you do have agreement. Maybe you have agreement about your money, about your family, about a lot of areas. But what happens is when we get so pain-focused that we go to the place where it's painful, and that becomes the center point of our relationship, it's kind of like having a, you know, I hit my toe this morning uh, when I got up. I got up, and you ever hit your toe uh, on a door casing? And it still hurts, but I can feel it in my foot. And I can let my whole, if I pay attention to it, like I'm in pain. 
And I think what happens in our marriages sometimes, we get a pain point like that, and it can overtake us, and we put all the focus on that one thing instead of saying, hey, my arms are working fine, my hands are working fine, my, my mind's working fine, it's just my toe hurts, right? And sometimes in our, in our marriages, we can, become, we can become overtaken by the areas where, where it's painful. All right. Uh, you're welcome to join in. Do you have some pain points in your relationship, maybe areas of where you're not on the same page spiritually or financially? I'd like to give you some help. We're going to talk about getting our expectations clear and on the same page. So if you have a question, you can uh, join us at 888 And again, we're on Facebook Live today. And you can find that at facebook.com slash intentional living or come on over to our website at theintentionallife.com. If you have a comment or you have a, uh, a question for me, we'll get to it there as well. So come on in and join us. 888 Dr. Gary Chapman, my guest, uh, the author of that massively bestseller, The Five Love Languages, that we're focusing on this month because we believe it's you can apply this to your life to be intentional in your relationship, to build your relationship, but not only in marriage, but beyond marriage, which raises the question, Gary, how can we use five love languages outside of our marriage as leaders in the business world or maybe with our own children or grandchildren? How does it apply? Yeah, I think the concept of uh, learning a person's love language applies in all close human relationships. Parent-child, yes. Parent-teenager, yes. Work associates, you alluded to that. Uh, In fact, we have a book on the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. We just took a love language to work, but we call them appreciation because work relationships are different from, from romantic relationships. But it's the same basic need. It's the need to feel valued and appreciated by the significant people in our lives. And what motivated me to write that book was Dr. John White, who is a psychologist, a Christian psychologist, who has spent 20 years working in business leadership and wrote the book. But we discovered research has indicated 70% of the people that have a job in this country say they feel little or no appreciation for it. And 64% of the people that leave a job and go to another job say they left primarily because they didn't feel appreciated. And so that motivated me to join him in inviting this book. We've had a great response to it because we, anytime we relate to people on a regular basis and have somewhat of a relationship with them, understanding their love language, their appreciation language, and choosing to speak it you know, on a rather regular basis, you're going to create positive emotional climate. When you mm-hmm. so it has application in everything. Wrote a special edition for military on how to speak the love languages when you're deployed. You know, you'd think half a world away, how can you ever speak physical touch? But a lady said, Dr. Kevin, I knew his language was physical touch. I traced my hand on a sheet of paper, mailed it to him with a note that said, Put your hand on my hand, I want to hold your hand. He came home, he said, Gary, every time I put my hand on that paper, felt it. It's not literal touch, it's emotional touch. Is that what we're talking about? But yeah, it applies in all close human relations. That's Dr. Gary Chapman, the author of the worldwide bestseller, The Five Love Languages. And I I know it's been out for a while, but I told the team I want to make it available. It's on my bookshelf, and I know it's a book that's impacted a lot of people that I've talked with, counseled with, encouraged 
And I want to get it to you. Maybe you've read it. You could pass it along to someone else. Maybe you've never read it. Give it uh, an opportunity to impact your life and then share it with someone. It's our gift to new members. Those of you who are saying, we want to be a part of this intentional living journey. We get it. We know that life is short and living intentionally or working in that direction can save a lot of regret and hurt and pain in our life. And that's why we do this uh, from our, our Family Life Radio and Intentional Life Ministry. And so we're getting that out. Plus, I interviewed Gary, as you just heard an excerpt from, and we've loaded that up to our exclusive site for members, where you have uh, access on demand to all of our teaching from the last couple of years, dozens of hours of teaching on intentional living from our monthly teaching, plus all the new material just for our members. And if you're not a member, please come and join us today. Boy, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, how do you do that? You can call during West Coast Business Hours, 888-888-1717, and press number 2. Or you can go to theintentionallife.com and click on Donate, theintentionallife.com. Boy, we'd love to hear from you. Come and join us. Be a part of the journey. All right, let's go to Tennessee where Jackie's on the line. Jackie, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for your call. What's your, what's your question today from Tennessee? Uh, I've been married for almost about 22 years, and I guess the, we have a special needs child who's going to be 18 mm. and going through a lot of severe behaviors with him right now because of puberty and yeah. a lot of medication changes. And I guess um, I grew up kind of differently than my husband, so he's we're both Christians, and we both love the Lord, but uh, he comes off very rough and rough and very to the point, and I appreciate his perspective because I'm in the thick of it, yeah. and he can see the forest I'm in the thick of, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, but sometimes his words are really tough where he says, it's either me or him. You can't have us both. I can't live in the same house with him behaving this way. Hmm. And I don't know how to take that. And, you know... This has happened now four times. Well, how do you take it? And how do you take I just it? Don't respond. I don't respond. I, no, I but I mean, what's going on internally? I mean, what are you what are you feeling when he says that to you? It's been twenty two years. <laughs> you know, I've been sitting through. Um, I've been. Um, it's nothing is ever perfect. Everyone has to work through life. Yeah, and we're never given the um, kids that we think that we're going to get. Mm-hmm. We have one perfect child, and then we have a child with disabilities, mm. and it just just rips us apart. Yeah, so you're getting because close to that feeling, though. What what does that feel like to you, Jackie? Just feels um, betrayal. Okay, almost. Um, abandonment. I'm the sole caregiver. And, you know, I share everything I can, the experiences that I can. I try to involve him in every decision. And it's come to a point where he's not able to handle those decisions anymore. And and you're kind of, you're carrying the whole load, it feels like, or you feel like you are. Yeah, and I'm spilling over. Yeah. I tell my family, my family's like, we know him, we understand what you're going through, tell us how we can help, but, you know, again, I'm the one who gets the brunt of the word. Well, well, Jackie, listen, I... No help, 
And I think we're getting closer to what what's really what you're really experiencing. You you mentioned the betrayal. You're feeling, you know, a lot of things, a lot of emotion. And you got an 18 year old son. He has special needs. And listen, Jackie, here here's what happens in marriages. And we see this. The statistics are clear that when we get a crisis in a marriage, and sometimes it can be a special needs child, it can be a death of a child, it can be some major financial reversal or illness, it puts so much strain on the marriage. I heard a pastor one time say, life is like a tea bag. When it's in cool water, not much comes out. But when you take a tea bag and you put it into boiling water, whatever's in that tea bag will come out into that water. And I have seen and working with couples that when they're in the kind of stress that you're in, Jackie, the daily realities of what you're facing, it's kind of like hot water bringing out what's in the relationship. And my guess is your husband is hurting, you're hurting, and what happens in so many marriages, instead of pulling together, what's this opportunity with your son to love him and care for him has become a wedge between the two of you, it sounds like. Yeah, and he loves him. Sure. My son loves his dad too much. But, you know, again, he's very fearful when he gets a spanking or he gets, you know, uh, reprimanded verbally. And he, yeah. he, doesn't know how, like, he doesn't know how to respond, and, and everybody responds differently. Let, let me encourage you, Jackie. Listen, the two of you that, and everyone listening or viewing this is saying the same thing. You guys got to get on the same page. You gotta, you've got to get some help for yourself, some relief for yourself. Some, some people to give you a break. You and your husband got to work together. The scripture says two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. But pity the person who falls down has no one there to help them. And I think what's, what I'm hearing with you, Jackie, is this, this sense that uh, you're carrying this load all alone by yourself. Uh, Jackie, we're going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you now. But I, I want to I challenge you to speak with your husband about, honey, we we have this together. We're in this together. We've got to get some help for this and sit down. That's intentional living. Sometimes intentional living is not something we do. Sometimes intentional living is getting someone to help us do the next right one thing because we're so overwhelmed. Father, I do pray for, for Jackie in Tennessee today. She's overwhelmed. Her husband probably is as well. Lord, they have an opportunity and they have a, a crisis and they have a challenge and there's people listening right now who've been through this, it could offer some help and encouragement, I'm sure, as well. But Father, I just pray that you'll allow them, encourage them, provoke them, prompt them to reach out and get some help, get some encouragement, get some instruction that uh, people can come alongside and help them through this. We'll thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, today, maybe you've been going through some tough times like uh, what you're hearing, maybe not quite so much, but... The fact is you're not on the same page. And when you're not, it creates a lot of strain. Uh, We'd love to have you join us. We're here to help today. This is Intentional Living, 888-888-1717 is the number. Or if you're viewing on uh, Facebook today, you can post uh, your your question or comment there uh, on Facebook Live today. uh, All you have to do is go to theintentionallife.com to find uh, Facebook or go to facebook.com and slash intentional living, okay? Uh, Viola is on the line in New Mexico. Welcome to the program today, Viola. Thank you. Appreciate uh, your call. What's your question? Well, 
Um, my husband and I have been married 19 years, and we clearly celebrate the other person's day differently, like birthdays, Mother's Day, Christmas, you know, anniversary. When it's something that we're celebrating him, I feel like I go all out, but I don't receive the same sort of um, treatment or, um, I don't know what what the word is, you know, I don't receive the same sort of um, thing when it's my day. Like, Monday was our anniversary. We were married 19 years, and, um, you know, I guess our expectations are just different. Um, I expect something, you know, other than happy anniversary, honey, you know, and, um, and so of course, then you feel sad that day because you didn't get that. And I I just feel like after 19 years and expressing myself, you should already know Mm -hmm. that, you know, well, listen, a little uh, more effort should be made. <laughs> Viello, a friend of ours, Gary Chapman, wrote a best-selling book called The Five Love Languages. Yes. And in that book, Gary talks about the fact that each of us will have our own kind of unique love language, and it sounds like yours is is gifts. Or spending time together. Or spending you know? time together. Yes. Yeah. And what is his love language, if you've read that I book? Uh, I have read that book. I think that he, um, you know, touch is important to him. Um, uh, Words of affirmation are important to him. I do think that he likes spending time together, so I was kind of a little surprised when Monday we didn't plan a day together, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, you're hurt by this, if I hear you. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm having a little pity party, you know. and (laughs) (laughs) And you have shared this with him. Uh-huh. Many times, yeah. this has happened so many times. Yeah. Well, I, I, we know we're talking intentional living here, Viola, and, and here's the reality. We pay for this stuff in our marriage. When we miss the love language of our spouse, and we're not intentional in trying to speak the language that's important to them, we're going to pay for it, right? Do I get an amen from the, the crowd there? Amen. Uh, we pay for this. We pay for it in lots of ways in marriage. Uh, and I think what we hear Viola saying is, in some ways, your husband's probably paying for this in ways that you wish he didn't have to. Right. Yeah? and Because that, that's just human, that's part of the human condition. And so, I, I'm going to be real practical with you. Get the book out, The Five Love Languages. Do you think your husband would be willing to sit down and just read it together? You guys just make it a kind of a marriage thing to read it through, talk about it. And really understand what his love language is and talk a little more about yours. Uh, and let him know how you feel about this. Sometimes, well, listen, some of us as guys, we're a little it. thick. We've got to get it through our yeah. head. Yes. Well, we read it together. We studied it together because it was part of a, a study that we went to. Oh. And so, you know, I'm just kind of surprised. And I know men and women are different, you know, but... Um, yeah, but you're more than surprised. You're hurt. I'm hurt, yes. Have you ever said that to him? Mm-hmm. Yes, because, it, you know, it makes you feel, you know, not valued. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would encourage you then, uh, Viola, if you continue to focus on what's not in your marriage, it's going to continue to hurt. We can't make, you, you can't make a person love you in marriage. You can't do that the way you want to be loved. You can't do it. You've shared, you've gone through the sessions, you've read the book, and I, you, you know this, Viola, but I would really encourage you then to 
to stay focused on how you love him, the things that you do to love him, and keep that as your number one priority. Um, because what happens is the Bible talks about getting bitterness, a little root of bitterness starts to grow up in our lives. And when that happens, it creates a huge problem. We'll be praying for you. Got to reread the book. Maybe open it to that chapter and leave it on the coffee table. We'll be back with more, 888 uh, Or if you have a question or comment on, on Facebook Live today, we'll try to get to those as well in just a minute. Intentional love. It's the key to opening up intimacy and closeness in your life and marriage. What's the process to build an intentional marriage? The reality is there should be a great big sign across our foreheads on the day we get married that says, Assembly Required. Join Dr. Randy Carlson for laughter and inspiration at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. It's good to get some updated advice and information to help us with our marriage. Stepping out of our comfort level and see what really works, what doesn't. To grow closer in our relationship and just come away with some ideas and some techniques that we can use. You'll have a great time rediscovering just how much you love each other. Don't miss the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Saturday, March 2nd at 7 p.m., at the Auburn Hills Christian Center. Get your tickets today. Go to theintentionallife.com right now. That's theintentionallife.com. Hey, thanks for that reminder. We're just two weeks away uh, from uh, the evening. We call the Intentional Love Marriage Date Nights. We have two in Michigan, East Lansing at the New Hope Church coming up on Friday night, uh, March the 1st. And I'm sorry to report that we've completely sold out about a week or 10 days ago. Uh, there's just limited space, and there we are. And But the good news is, on Saturday night, March the 2nd, we're going to be in Auburn Hills, Michigan, North Detroit, off I-75. And I know uh, you all new listeners to 93.1 in Southeast Michigan and across Michigan, easy access to come and be a part of this evening. i tell you what, it'll be worth your investment. It's going to be a, a time to, to enjoy each other and fellowship and fun and Learn about the power of one thing for your marriage. What does it mean to have intentional love? Get your tickets March 2nd for Auburn Hills, Michigan. Go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional living is not intended to be therapy by radio, but it is intended to help you live an intentional life in Jesus Christ. Uh, let's go. Let me see. We've got a question that came in from, um, from Jody on Facebook. She says, my husband isn't strong in his faith in Christ, and I'm struggling as a wife because we're not agreeing on a lot of stuff from communication uh, is one of the problems. Part of the reason, uh, in fact, uh, we're dealing with the past. We've been separated for a second time now. Mike, here's the question that Jody's asking. She says, if my husband chooses not to go forward to get the help he needs, what's the next step for me? Since I'm tired of the blow-ups when I address these issues over and over. Listen, I'll tell you something. This happens in marriage. And sometimes... I wish it didn't have to happen. I wish it never had to happen, but we live in a fallen world with human beings where we mess up in our relationship. But just like a, like a slow leak in a tire, there's a point where it's better to have the blowout. And I don't mean a blow up, but a blowout, which means the car stops moving and we've got to change the tire. 
And for you, I think there's a point, Jody, where you, where there's got to be for you and your husband kind of a, we, we've got to sit down and get to the bottom of the problem. This can't continue. Whatever it is that you're really feeling, what I find with people is when you wait until the blow-up occurs, sometimes that's too late. By the time it just blows up, it's kind of like uh, there's so much damage done in a relationship. It's much better to have the blow out of the tire so you can fix it. So to get to the, the counselor, get to your pastor, and just have a serious discussion, to be able to say, honey, I love you, but we just can't, I just can't continue like this. There's got to be, we've got to talk this through. And when, whenever we do that, when we do it with anger, that creates a problem. And so if you can do this and uh, stay above it, uh, that'll be a lot, lot better, okay? All right. Um, we'd love to hear your comments or questions as well uh, when you join us. Speaking of that, uh, we have uh, comments that are coming in online uh, from Facebook about Amanda, our first caller today. She, he was concerned for Amanda and the tough and lonesome marriage uh, that, she's, that she's involved in, um, and so we're praying for her as well. Uh, Stephen also commented on Facebook. Thank you for all you do, listening every day on, on the radio. Glad to be here for you. If you have a comment for me or a question, you're welcome to to leave it at triple eight triple eight seventeen seventeen. That's triple eight triple eight seventeen seventeen. And when you support the ministry, we thank you so much because you help you help us uh, see together lives being changed and stories like this made possible. I had been tearing my husband down, and I needed to make some changes because I wasn't going to change him. I needed to change me. I was talking down to him, and I'm a control freak. I did not realize what it was doing to him until one day he said, I don't love you anymore. I want a divorce. So I tried to start building him up, complimenting him instead of trying to be in control. He didn't know how to take it at first. That was the hardest part was to get through him knowing that I was serious about making those changes. He started making his own changes and started really building me up and it just became more of a team rather than one against one. He said a prayer and asked God to give us many more years together. Mm, Wow, what a story. Thank you for sharing that. We get hundreds and hundreds of stories of people who just kind of registered this thing about the power of one thing. Well, here's a question for you. As we've been talking about getting on the same page in marriage, what one thing could you do in the next 30 days, every day, that would make the single biggest difference in your marriage? It didn't have to be some huge, big thing. It just, hey, I'm not going to criticize. I'm going to build up my spouse. I'm going to encourage them. I'm going to get involved in their life. I'm going to speak their love language. And when you do that one thing for 30 days, I can almost guarantee you that it will improve your marriage relationship. Now, it doesn't mean everything's going to be great at the end of 30 days, but you know what? You're going to feel greater because you know you've been doing the right thing. Do it and then let me know how that turns out, all right? Well, we're wrapping up the show today. If you have a story or comment or a question, love hearing them on our storyline, comment line at 888-888-1717. That's 888-888-1717. That's sort of the main number. When you call, you can leave your comments, talk to me when we're here live or talk to our staff. And then, of course, at theintentionallife.com, you can find out about the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night coming to Auburn Hills, Michigan in two weeks, Saturday, March 2nd. 
Thanks for joining us. God bless you. Have a great day.